tuned to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, Dominion fans! Welcome back! To AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. This is really like intense. I feel like I need a, a big reveal. We're ever talking about reveal Rise of the Fallen, uh, episode two hundred five here on AfterBuzz. I'm your host Zach Wilson. Um, thi- uh, big episode to break down. I'm here too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And I was about to say to help me break it down. Hi. I was getting there. I had a, had a whole thing. I can't planned. hear myself. Can, is there anyone? I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. Um, joining me as always, Jackie is Jackie Browski. <laughs> um, Jackie, where can people uh, keep up with you or tweet at you throughout the show throughout at the week? One two three Jackie underscore B. Um, my phone's dead, so they can tweet at me throughout the week and not right now. <laughs> All right. Well, you make sure you're using the uh, the hashtag ABTV Dominion. If you are, uh, we'll be able to track those down. Um, and you guys can tweet at me at that Zach Wilson. Um, all right, let's let's just jump right in. I just um, before we get started, I was looking through my notes, and sometimes I make notes that I don't really understand. Now that I've had a chance <laughs> to step away from the show, I wrote Cookie Monster told Julian he was gone. I don't know what that means. Cookie Monster told, told Julian, Julian he was gone. I don't even know what that means. Who is Cookie Monster, and why is he on this show? I'm trying to think, like, who could it be? All right, so the... If you know who I meant, <laughs> or what I meant, is, please let me Is know. Alex Cookie Monster? See, I don't Is Michael? Like... Is Gabriel? <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, no, there are some stuff in these notes that it just, it just gets, like, ridiculous. Uh... You should never see what we write down. Right? I also wrote down Swamp Face 8-Ball, which actually was a real thing. There's that one 8-Ball that's with Julian for most of the scene, and he has, like, a camo face. And I'm actually curious to see, like, does that mean that the body of the person that he's inhabited, does that mean that the body is breaking down? Or does that mean that the guy actually put on camo face? Or is that, like, a different breed of 8-Ball? Interesting. I don't I don't think it's a different breed, because they haven't ever gone into that. But they do change their teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, back and forth, too. Because right. when Pete is... Uh, when mm. Pete is... Uh, uh, exercise or uh when he gets the demon out of him right um his teeth go back to normal mm-hmm. um he, his body is completely reset so it's totally possible that it could be just what happens to the just body. what happens yeah. it could also be there's a lot of warrior eight balls yes in in new delphi so he could be like he could have painted his face right or maybe he got like made some decomposition or something See, yeah, I felt. I guess my leaning was towards um, was towards the body degenerate, like the body falling apart from the inhabitants of the eight ball. 
or yeah. of the spirit. well we know and they they make sure to like they go into detail julian does in this episode um that like the body is basically healed mm-hmm. or like at this at that point it is when they when it, when they're inhabited the body is basically cured of any diseases mm-hmm. stops aging stops getting sick um that's what possession does it's i guess the benefit of it right um and he says this to to ed rice and i guess this is as good a place to start yeah, as any. i think but the, i thought he was specifically talking about dyads because he's trying to convince ryson to become a dyad by saying that like unlike the eight ball you can live in harmony with this spirit if that makes sense well i think i think it's true of any of them um, I think it's why you don't see any old eight balls mm-hmm. um, around, really. Um, although I guess now that I think about it, if, you, if we go back to Legion, there was the crazy old grandma like <laughs> climbing around on the ceiling. Yes. Um, but I think it because Pete it didn't age at all. No, no, Pete's very young, and yeah. it's been a number of years. Right. So I think that that alone is evidence that they don't. They, any eight ball inhabit any angel inhabiting a human, whether it's a diet or just a regular right. eight ball, does stop the aging process. Right. But I thought he was offering Ryzen to be a dyad. Where he, he was, would, yeah. he absolutely was. Um, and but but that like I, well let's get, let's talk about that real briefly um, because uh, uh, Ascania Nova or uh, Mr. Vicky Goman at Mr. Vicky Guman in the on Twitter um, has a question for us. Um, is General Ryson, by the end of this episode, a dyad? I I would actually love that if that's the area they're going into. Because he seems, um, versus the other, um, other characters from Vega, he seems to be one of the ones most open to that since he let his wife live as an eight ball, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's definitely more open to that idea. I mean... Julian straight up offers him. Like, that's where right. this question starts. Julian offers him to make him a dyad. Right. That his soul will live on, fused with that of an angel. He'll effectively be... Uh, it's marriage to another level. Like, yes. you will forever be two people right. within one body. Um, Julian is presumably Julian, the human, right. and Lyrae. Right. Not one or the other. Not, like, switching between the two. Two have two people have become two souls, if, have if you fused, will, have yeah. become one. In a, so they are. It's it's a combination of personalities, right? Um, I would actually also like to see. I mean, I feel like this show gives actors an opportunity to play with some very interesting roles, and I, I feel like that would be a great opportunity for the actor as well to. Um, to see what he could do with that kind of role. I'd like to see that. I like to see it when actors get pushed to their limits like that. Yeah, and I think he could absolutely could do some yes. great stuff with that. Um, as far as evidence within this episode, we see Julian offer, then we cut away. Mm-hmm. We come back, and Julian's gone, and the, the line is, uh, I, don't, I don't know... Uh, if it was the angel part or the human part, but one of them just kicked my ass. <laughs> Which is a funny line. Right. Does not sound like General Ryson. No. I don't know if that was just like, 
to give him a fun line to say. Or if I want to read super far into this really minor thing. Right. The voice of a new angel-human hybrid that is now what is now General Ryson. Um could be really interesting could yeah, be really I like, cool i like that idea um, and i like your read of that line because for me i actually did read it as oh this is just like um because we know the writers um have a good sense of humor and mm-hmm. we know that they want to stick like little humorous pepper humor humorous things throughout the script mm-hmm. and so i just took it as that but you're right if you read into it that's not a very like Ryzen like thing or not something we would assume he would say. Yeah. I mean, he's been off. He's had a lot of stuff to deal with. So right. maybe he's like starting to uh, use humor right. to, <laughs> to, to deflect to, his to cope. pain. Yeah, yeah, to cope with his pain. Um, but who knows what we're going to see from him. Right. Um, and meanwhile, the other stuff going on in New Delphi is. Oh, he offers, I just, before we go, yeah. he, he brings up another interesting point. Where um, Julian says, "I do get thirsty," and I didn't realize. Do angels not eat? Do they just not eat, or do they only just eat for fun? They like don't need to eat. I mean, if they don't age and they don't get sick, in theory, they don't have to eat, right? Um, huh? Because it's like we've seen we've seen food in scenes they're in. I don't think I've actually seen any of the. Maybe the eight balls, yes, but I don't think I've seen any of the higher angels eating. Oh. (laughs) But Julian's uh, been drinking, right? We've seen Julian eating and drinking. I think we saw him with an apple a few episodes ago. But, I mean, I don't know that we've seen Michael or Mm -hmm. Gabriel eat. I don't know that we haven't either. I don't think that there's really been a point. um, No, it's not not actually a very, like, important or a big point. I'm just curious. I mean, maybe, like, well, no. We know that they're not like the angels in Dogma. (laughs) Um, Because we know Michael has big ol' orgies. So, (laughs) he's got... He's got working parts. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was like, "What's what euphemism can I use here?" He has um, working parts. He does. Um, so I, I think that they probably can eat. They almost definitely don't need to, right? Um, because I, I just think about the the eight balls that are encircling Mallory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't been there in a few weeks, but like they're just like always there. They, there's no food around there. Right. Uh, they're in the middle of a desert and this like really random oasis town. Um, so they're they're probably fine without food. Uh, that's, maybe that's why Pete came back to life and he's so skinny. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Pete hasn't had some food. Skinny in Pete. Poor um, Pete. But so l- let's let's talk about um, the whole uh, situation with Michael coming into New Delphi. Um, I, I, w- I actually love this insight that we got from our writers that. Um, they really are playing up the Michael and Gabriel are brothers. So even mm-hmm. though even though they don't see eye to eye on these issues, and in his and historically they have not, um, we know that Michael will not kill Gabriel because they're brothers. Yeah, and so his uh, his pact with him is to say, okay, let's go into the city, let's bring Alex out, um, 
And so because they, because both of them assumably knows, like, my brother's not going to kill me, they can play on each other like that. And I think that's real and real sibling relationships, too. I take, I have a sister. I take advantage of my sister all the time because I'm like, <laughs> I know she doesn't mind. She's my sister, you know? And I She'll feel like. She'll put up with right, it. Right, exactly. I feel like this is a real brother relationship where they're like, yeah. okay, well, I guess even though we're fighting right now, I'll do this because you're my brother. Yeah, but but just like uh, real brothers, they right. have massive trust issues yes. between the two of them. Uh, and so it's interesting to see them working together. We haven't seen that really, right. in, at least in modern days, on this show. Um, and it's sort of this like weird tenuous alliance where they're like, we know, we both agree, we need to get Alex away from New Delphi, right? We don't agree on what happens next, but if we work together, in theory, we should be able to at least get him out of there, which we both agree is bad. And then I guess we'll do a King Solomon and cut him in half. I don't know what their plan was after that. Um, Michael's basically, I mean, we learned Michael's plan. It was, I'm going to cut Gabriel's Achilles tendon and with my, with my Barian steel sword so that he can't walk. Or at least can't run. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still a higher angel, so I think he's like, I can handle some Achilles tendon pain. Yes. It's fine. But we have this scene where um, Alex, I just felt so upset because you get these flashbacks where um, we see Alex meeting Michael and Michael protecting Alex and we see the kind of relationship they're able to build and then you see them in modern times and my Alex is betraying Michael. And so... It, it's really a bummer because you have Michael in this situation where he just, he does really want the best for Alex. He hasn't always made the best decisions, but he does want the best for Alex. So it's hard when when you see him caught in that net that I assume is made of the, um, what's it? Imperian steel. Um, when you see him caught in the net. Which, great weapon design, yeah, by the way. Yes, like, exactly. I would never have thought of it brilliant. Right. On both part of the, the writing staff. And the, uh, and the, like, the, the town of New Delphi. Yes. But, like, I'm paying compliments on both sides yes. of that, you guys. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool scene. Sorry, continue. No, I was just saying that I, it was a big bummer to me to see Alex betraying Michael like that. And now I kind of wonder, we know from this episode, I guess we've kind of known all along that their fates are entwined. So, you're like, Alex, you're screwing it up. Stop! Listen to the angel. You're screwing things up because he's trying to um, he's trying to trap Michael to and then kill Gabriel. And yeah, well, I guess sort of my my struggle with it and like why I'm having a hard time siding with Alex in this. And I'm like, because I'm like pretty much 100 percent on Michael's side here, right? Um, is that he? What this is the pattern. This is what we saw. Mm-hmm. We saw. Michael kills some people, kills some humans in Vega, and leave, and left Alex in Vega. Alex then decides that Gabriel might be the, might actually be the good guy, and we do too for a minute. Um, so Alex, we see him. We end last season with him going willingly to Gabriel's Airy, but also like 
I mean, with first dis- trying to discover what um, what Gabriel's deal is, but also in an in an attempt to protect his future child. Yes, but but we see. But, but what I'm saying is, we see him go there, and then the next thing we see is him basically like playing being a smartass with Gabriel. Yeah. Like t- as Gabriel's like read the markings, and he's like, I can't read the markings. Here's a soap draw like of a smiley face. And then he they get bond, he gets bombed and he leaves. But in this episode, Alex is like, "You don't know what what Gabriel did to me in that airy, like as if he was tortured right. in horrifying ways." We never saw any of that, and mm-hmm. in fact, to this point, I don't think we actually heard about any of it. Um, unless, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm missing something, you guys in the chat roll too. Like if. I'm missing anything, let me know, but I don't remember seeing any evidence that Gabriel really mistreated Alex, except being a little, like, mean to him, but... Right, he was rough with him because he wasn't giving him the information he wanted, but I didn't... I mean, I guess we didn't see anything that was like, oh my gosh, that's really torturous. I didn't see him, like, hung from the rafters and, like, whipped until he's like, tell me what the symbols mean. It was or just... maybe he's mad that, um, that Gabriel kept Noma captive. Yeah. I mean, that was, but that was really it. We didn't right. see anything terrible, right? Um, so that's like, I guess that's a little bit of the disconnect there. And mm-hmm. like, why turn on Michael? Like he's he's such a good guy. He just like killed himself, but not really for this like little. Town. Well, and especially when when you have characters where you're starting to see his history, I mean, obviously we have history from season one, but you're starting to see his history as a kid, where Michael saved him from the bullies, and Michael's really, like, talking to him and connecting with him and protecting him. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I love that scene where he says, uh, my dad left me a note, but I can't read it, and he's like, my dad's handwriting is bad, too. And you're like, these two are just two people connecting and talking to each other. Yeah. Um, Boo69B is in the in the chat room. Um, and says, I, I says, I didn't know Michael knew Alex when he was little. Uh, Michael, like, if you actually dig into it, Michael was there, like, when Alex was born, mm-hmm. aka the movie Legion, yes. which we, like, semi semi ignore. Right. Um, but so Michael's been around Alex his whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, so he's sort of a, and when, especially when Jeep leaves, he's sort of a surrogate right. father. But Michael's the one who gave him to Jeep. As far as this, as far as the, like, as far as the show is concerned, I thought that Michael was the one who delivered him to Jeep so that Jeep could protect him and keep the, um, the Jeep markings. Jeep was the character from the movie who was, like, friends with Alex's mom, but mm-hmm. not his father. Right. Um, he was like the really good guy who we like, who was our hero, um, who like protected her. And then like, so it, I, I think it was, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but, um, I think it was that Michael sort of was like, you look after him, mm-hmm. but he was already there. Right. It wasn't like okay. there was a lot of options around. <laughs> um, and he had reason to look after him because he liked his mom, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, now I'm trying to remember what was the note that Alex that Jeep left for Alex. I remember it being something ridiculous, mm. like "You're on your own now." <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, but I did like the I did like these flashbacks 
Um, they it, it spurred a little bit of like why Alex should be upset and why he feels guilty at the end of this, like when he like kind of finally realizes like what have I done? Because mm-hmm. Jeep's gone. Michael's like basically his dad. Right. He just like trapped. He just like. Trapped his dad in yes, steel barbed wire nets. That's exactly how I saw it. Oof. You know, I also have just a very like bizarre prediction after that because we don't see Julian actually trying to kill Gabriel. He's he just wants to keep him. And so I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to do some sort of like weird experiment with Gabriel or if like Julian's going to try and like. I don't know, like, force the Lyrae portion of his body into Gabriel's body because it's more powerful than him. Yeah. Um, Which is bizarre. Like, that was my bizarre prediction. I was like, um, he's going to make a dyad out of Gabriel. That would be interesting. I don't know how that would work. I think he needs him in a certain, like, way to kill him so that he can banish his essence to the outer sphere right. or whatever because he doesn't want to like just kill him like right. he wants to make him suffer in darkness for thousands of years like he did like exactly while he was which wasn't actually gabriel's fault it was michael's but that's beside the point yeah um the angel e in the chat roll um is saying that they they remember um that alex had some cuts or gashes on his upper arms and his abdomen in in the area and again it's like there was like a little bit of like he'd been treated rough but we didn't see it so like yeah he was he was clearly like abused but it didn't hurt us as viewers because we weren't there that's true so it didn't we didn't have the emotional connection that's true the same way that alex did and that's so that's what i would have loved to see before that um there was an interesting point when after gabriel showed up that him and alex are sort of shouting at each other um because gabriel remember gabriel's mission isn't just to kill alex he thinks he needs to kill alex and all of humanity in order to bring god back mm-hmm. um and alex is like you're crazy i didn't do anything i and the quote was i was a day old when your father left and as gabriel points out and you think that's a coincidence? Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, it reminded me of a crazy theory I had last season, which I have yet to bring up this year, <laughs> and I'm really excited that I remembered it, because it goes back to my theory that Alex is God. That would be really fascinating, and he just doesn't even know it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know it. It's, like, a little bit of, like, a, a, a second dogma reference in this uh, after show. But, like, God trapped in a human body. Mm-hmm. But in this case, like, that was what God did. He said, I am going, I, I'm leaving this place for a while. Either treated it, think of it as a vacation Mm-hmm. Or, like, you need to do this to right the world or reset the world or whatever it is. I still cling to that. I still I like, like this that theory. theory. Yeah. I it like just, that it, theory. it makes sense because the question of where did God go right. is huge in this. Why is there a chosen one? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's, I, I won't be satisfied if it's just a like Jesus metaphor because mm-hmm. it's not. The show's too smart for that. There's something else at work here, and I think that that. It's a it is a way of like testing Michael and Gabriel in a way. Like how do you two react? Like my like two of my Maybe it's a way sons. of testing like all of his children though. Yeah. I mean we have um 
last season we had Uriel caught in be- in between Michael and Gabriel as well, and we don't know how Raphael is going to play into this, mm-hmm. and we don't know how Lucifer is going to play into this. But maybe it's a test for all of the children. Maybe yeah. they, maybe he felt like they were mis- all misbehaving for years, and they needed something to put them in line. Yeah, I mean, if they are. If if the five of them are like God's main children, mm-hmm. um, this is something to remember because I didn't remember to ask this of either Vaughn or uh, Sean and Alyssa last mm-hmm. week. Um, but the question of is Jesus going to play into this at all? I think I think the answer was no. I think I read somewhere one of them said no. Mm-hmm. But it like if if not but we're assuming these five are if we assume these five are god's like main children the ones he's most um concerned with and so he's sort of like testing them by like everything about human history has been to test these five mm-hmm. um and see what they do this is the ultimate test this is like Maybe he's retiring. He's right. like, I need someone. Yeah, I, need I need someone to take over. Yes. So let's see what happens. It's like a parent when they're like, "I'm going out of town just for the weekend. I want to see if you're responsible enough for me to leave you alone right. at home." And he comes back. Oh my god! You blew up the town. Look at look at Las Vegas. What's happened? What, what did you do? <laughs> I leave for like. Five decades, and the whole place. You've got angels taking over human bodies. Those are people. Those are people, guys. And you, Lirae, you combined yourself? Like, I can't even undo that. Like, I can't put that vase back together. (laughs) That's my thought on what God says when he comes back. I like that. Well played. Well played. (laughs) Oh, um, but so, like, the last place that we leave um, Alex in this episode was, what have I done, gnomes? Yes. Um, and I, I'm excited to go back to Alex and see what he's what he's doing here. Uh, like, what is his play mm-hmm. from here on out? Because we know Michael's broken out, so it's, like, also, like, what's going to happen with Michael? What's going to happen with that relationship? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more to talk about. There's a lot to do on the show. Um, and before we do that, I want to remind you guys that, like, you are the best fans, the craziest fans in a, in the best in, in, in the best way, in the best way of I think any show that I do here at AfterBuzz. Um, and thank you for that. And we're ha- so excited to be able to bring you this after show every week for free. And Part of the way that we're able to do that is through the fantastic support of our sponsors. And uh, today's sponsor um, is Mazda. Um, And so I want to ask you guys a a question. Does driving matter to you? Driving with the windows down. Close your eyes and picture it. The wind blowing through your hair. (laughs) The smell of pine trees and fresh asphalt. You look forward to these moments when it's just you and the road. No distractions, handling every curve and feeling every nuance in the road. So ask yourself this. Does driving matter to you? If it does, we build cars just for you. Because to us, driving matters. Mazda. Um, So yeah, thank you again to uh, Mazda. Uh, 
I I know I like driving. Uh, well, I have to. We I, have to drive. Yeah, we, we have don't have magical wings that sprung through our clothes out of that our is backs. True. Um, I imagine we must find alternative forms of transportation. <laughs> and we live in Los Angeles. Yes, driving is it. Oh my god! Can you imagine living in LA if we had wings? That would be so awesome. Oh my god! It'd be so awesome. The best thing. Um, I, I would like the show creators to uh, start working on how we can get wings. Yeah, as, as, as fans of the show, I would like angel wings. Me too. They're also they're, bulletproof, which is really yeah, nice. They're they're seriously the the most badass um, effect on this show. Like the wings are the coolest effect on this show. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's part of what's amazing about the show is there's actually not a ton of special effects when you actually look at it. Mm-hmm. It's very like the eight balls are very practical. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the fights are fairly practical. They look like stunts. Um, but the wings, like, they save that budget for the wings. Because when they come out, yes. And on a show like this, you need something like that. You can't have angels that have lame wings. Then they're not real angels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, it's, it's been... It, well, yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, so... Uh, so Real David. quick, um, so well, one of the other ways that you can help us before we get into the wheel, into the wheel of it all, um, <laughs> and and all that, um, I just want to do some uh, quick quick shout outs in the uh, in the chat roll um, before we move on. Uh, thank you to uh, uh, Hanko Nine. Yeah, left us a nice little Hi, chat Hank. review. We haven't we haven't checked it in a few weeks. So yes, we'll but he did leave us a nice review. Um, he writes reviews. If you didn't uh, catch this last week, but he also uh, writes reviews for Dominion, so you should check them out. Yeah, um, he, he says thank you for debunking my Laurel theory <laughs> when he got on the thought that uh, Laurel might be Raphael oh, or yes. Lucifer. Um, but yeah, Michael would recognize his sister. Uh, but he says, still, Luis for Raphael have to be the prophet. Um, uh, Rev, uh, Liesel, uh, says, love Dominion, five stars. Love the season of Dominion. It's getting better and better. Love the Mallory and Michael subplot. Yes, I agree. That strongly. is an awesome subplot. Um, and Lana Vey is always leaving us a nice, uh, note. I, I love this podcast for the in-depth discussions about the world and mythos, including which angel may be behind the cult town of the show. We can't stop talking about it. Um, I would love this podcast even more if you guys verbally ripped Alex a new one for his stupidity in this episode. <laughs> Done! Yes. Yes, done. done. <laughs> uh, so stupid this episode. Yeah, uh, what doof? I like what doofus betrays his strongest, most trustworthy ally for someone who he knows will lie to his face and betray him at the slightest whim. That I mean, yeah, we talked about it. Took yeah. us twenty minutes to arrive at the right. same point that Lana Vase had yes. in two seconds. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. Um, well, let's. Um, Let's dig into the the rest of this episode uh, over in Vega. Um, we just blew up Vega, right? Right. Well, <laughs> I kept asking yes. for it throughout. I was like, just blow it up. I'm, I'm so I'm like so excited about everything else. Vega's like, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. This is more fun. Blow it up. They they did. Yes, they, they literally did. blew up the middle of Vega. Yes. So now. Um, I mean, basically, uh, at the end of the episode, we have Claire saying that David started a civil war because yeah. he he was um, 
he was, Vega. He was playing Zoe, he was playing Claire, and he's kind of like chaotic and falling apart at this point, so he just is like, F it, F it, I'm going to become an anarchist. Yeah, I mean, it, basically he, I think he realizes that it's either that or, well, no, because it's not that or go back to being a V1. Because he, honestly, I think he, he's being sincere. He trusts that Claire is going to be true to her word if he right. delivers the explosives back. He wants a civil war. Yeah. I think he, because he's tired of, Claire keeps making these moves now that it's not her dad in um, in power. She keeps making these moves that are one step ahead of him, and he's used to being that person who's one step ahead. So he's, he probably sees that, okay, even if I'm... Not that he was thinking particularly logically in this episode, but he probably sees that, okay, if I get restored to my old position, I gave given all my old things, I'm still not going to be treated like the way I was before. So the new power is in being one of the anarchists. Yeah, I mean, Arca, um, when she comes to like negotiate with him, is like V3 or higher. Yes. Is what she offered. What, it was also, that whole scene was interesting because she didn't expect David to be there, I don't think. Um, no. And she, she gets huffy that it's not one-on-one, but she brought a bodyguard. So I'm like, this isn't entirely fair where you're telling David he can't bring someone with him, although David did want to get rid of that guy. But she brought a bodyguard with her, so it's not one-on-one. And she was upset that it, that it wasn't, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Erica being unreasonable. But she left her bodyguard outside, right? Man, I thought he came into the into the room. It's a big warehouse, so it was yeah. It was a cool shooting location. It was a cool shooting location. Um, But so I mean, so Wheel is basically he either is like a low lower level, not all the way low, but like low level peon where he once was like practically running the city. Right. So I think I guess to him it's all or nothing. Like either I get all of this city, I am in charge of it, or I'm gonna. Just destroy it. Like, just gonna wreck it all. Like, I either get the perfect son, or I'm leaving him in the (laughs) desert with a gun and six bullets. He has this this great thing where he says, there's not a lot of reasoning with an anarchist. They want everything to go bad. That's the whole point. Um, Where I felt that, like, that moment just foreshadows the end of the episode, where... He just kind of goes bananas and he tells Jasper, who's like dying, get in the car, make it like make your make your last stand a big one. And it, and it's interesting because in that moment he had been so like even though we feel like he's uh, he's fighting all these powers that are bigger than him and he keeps fighting and he keeps fighting. The moment he resigned himself to that, to this, uh, position, the moment he resigned himself to being an anarchist was the moment that he seemed to gain all of his confidence and power back. Yeah. Was the moment where he was just like, get, just get in the effing car, let's go. Yeah. I mean, he's just done. He's just yeah. like, I mean, this is the, like, you're either on board or you're not, but we're we're doing this. And I found this interesting in light of the fact that we also discover that 
Helena is like falling apart and Erica wants to come in and take over Vega. Yeah. So it's like, well, good luck at this point because now Vega has a civil war. So either you're going to have to be like a third party in this war trying to, trying to benefit from the fact that the city's falling apart or you're screwed because they're going to tear up the city that you want to take. Well, I think it might, I think this, this might have been her plan actually. This might all be playing into Arika's plan from the get-go. Because, like, she's not just going to, like, march in with her Amazon warrior army from the city of Helena um, and just take over and, like, everyone in this city is like, okay, (laughs) power shift, that's cool. You you've got your like super tight pants like that uh, clearly between you and Claire like we, that's all you need to be leaving, uh, um, but um, yeah I watched this in, with somebody and they're like why do all these like women why does she walk like about Arika why does she walk like that because she her has pants that are so tight. yeah she has that like super sexy like yeah. hip shaking swagger. Uh, um, I, I think it's partially because her pants are so tight. But we also find out that she was playing Uriel, too, which kind of made me depressed because I did like their relationship. Um, guys, I, we know, we, we know that, um, we've seen that, I guess, on the internet that Uriel might not be coming back. But if, he, I, I still think that fans have power. So I yes. think if you guys really like Uriel and you really like the character, the more noise you make, the more that the people that make those kinds of decisions will realize that you like yeah. that character. Nobody, no death. Yes, nobody, <laughs> no death. That is how that is how we roll. Um, and yeah, I, I I think that's true. I, like she's not listed in any casting mm-hmm. or like um, cast like lists for this season, right. as far as we can see. Um, so I don't expect her to be back, but that doesn't mean that she can't come back for season three. Right. Hashtag renew dominion as well. Right. But, um, add a, add a hashtag save Uriel. Save Uriel, Along with it. Um, we'd love, we'd love to see her back. And I'd love Um, to see how that character reacts to realize, like, does she know she was played? Or is she like double cross, was she like double crossing Erica where she, Erica, where she realizes that like she was playing her, you know, kind of like a spy versus spy. I mean, that was what Uriel was doing last year was she was playing Michael and Gabriel, like playing both sides, like not taking, not playing favorites, but then like sort of letting them duke it out and then seeing how it worked. So she could get things like paintings. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she's an artist. She just wants her books and all that. It's true. Um, It'll it'll be very interesting, and so but so uh, anyway, Arika in this episode, I think she is. This is exactly her plan. Like now, the city is a chaos. Now Helena can come in mm-hmm. when Claire, in theory, might get assassinated. Even though Arika says that she likes Claire, she's like, I like Claire. She's really good at this. Too bad I'm gonna have to take her down. And then we have, I mean, we have Daria, who's the doctor, is uh, Erica, Erica's lover. So you have Claire getting these, um, like chest pains or stomach pains or something where you feel like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with the baby. And you have Daria, the doctor, coming in and telling her she's fine. But then you're like, okay, well, these people that want to take down Claire are in, like, powerful positions. Is her baby okay in the end? Is she really okay? 
Um, I liked Gates, like, finding out I know. about the baby. I kissed a pregnant lady. Yes, you it's did. Not my baby. <laughs> uh. Whose baby is it? <laughs> and, like, she's not, she's not gonna tell me. <laughs> and, like, nobody else really knows about Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, like, they don't know about Alex and Claire. They don't know uh, that who Alex really is. He's right. just he's just a guy at this point. Like he, nobody cares. About, nobody in Vega other than Claire, and I just I don't even know if Arca. I can't remember if she knew at least who he was, like his importance. I'm sure she does, even if it hasn't been shown to us, just because she seems to know everything. Um, but last season, every every attempt they made to show that, um, to have it broadcast that Alex was the chosen one was, like, shot down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so we blew up the, the city. Yeah. Um, we blew up the city through the tunnels. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into, like, thoughts about how that's going to go in predictions. But, um, uh, inside, uh, 5674 in the chat roll, uh, this is my question. Do you really think that the city of Helena is all female because it doesn't seem that anyone new in Vega has actually been to Helena. Um, And you're right. I don't think anyone has been to Helena. We're mainly going on the fact that um, from what Arica has said, it is clearly a matriarchy. Yes. Um, It's there's no way it's all women. Right. It's probably um, just They've a been around for a number of years. Yes. They have to, they, there must be men around just mm-hmm. if only for procreation. But it is very, cl- like, from her discussions and the fact that she's leading it this way, I think it's very clearly run by women. Right. Um, also, if you look ahead on Dominion Revelations titles, <laughs> the last chapter is called Helena City of Women. Uh, <laughs> so, little hint. Um, uh, speaking of Dominion Revelations, if you check it out on, uh, uh, was it? it's, uh, uh, sci-fi.com sci-fi, yeah. slash Dominion. Just Google it. Um, they it, we got a little backstory on Gates that we didn't have. Yes, where he was offered. I think they said this on the show too, where he was offered a he was offered a um, position of power and he declined. He declined, but it, what's interesting is that in this they say that he is not only because he turned it down, but he is emotionally unstable, mm-hmm. and that was why he was they decided that he should not be in the Senate. Right. Um, that he has some he has some mental issues. Um, I wonder if that's hinting at some, if Alex comes back to Vega, um, and like becomes a thing about Claire's baby, um, cause of his line, he had almost like an understanding line. Mm-hmm. It was like pairing up to be like, uh, like put Alex down because he said, um, it, it the fa- any man who loved you would be here. And then he added on, if it was humanly possible. Yes. Um, which is like, yeah, for Alex, it's not possible. Right. Um, but if he had stopped before that, it would have been like, then I, then it's like, Claire starts to go, yeah, he's you're such a here, jerk. And you're, you're here, here come make now with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you will be the father of my baby. <laughs> Nobody knows about it yet. That is true. I don't think anybody knows that she, that she's pregnant? Do they? Um, no. Um, no, I think a couple doctors do, mm-hmm. um, and that's about that's about it. Um, and now Gates, right? Um, 
Does wheel? I uh, I don't know. I can't I remember. I can't remember. It's a good question because that could be a huge turning point. All right. Um, we got to wrap up quickly, but let's do some predictions first. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Um... Jackie, any thoughts? I'm going to predict they find a way for Jasper to live. Because I know that he was dying in the end of this episode. But um, I feel like he's a cool character. I I, I feel like they're going to find a way for him to live. Even though there's no doctor there, maybe they'll find some way to like help use medicines or stitch him up or something. Well, the big thing is that now you have like East Vega. I'm just picking a direction at random with all the food with all the v1s and all the food and like west vega uh with all the rich people mm-hmm. um and they need they have theoretically most of the supplies right potentially i think maybe the power is on that side mm-hmm. so you have this weird split where they need each other mm-hmm. um and they're going to be going to war i imagine there'll be a quick trade of like maybe some food for a doctor yeah or something like that um I mean, I think the Civil War is basically going to, it's going to become like, it's going to become a war. Like, it's going to be trading battles on both sides. Um, and then Helen, like, Helena is going to come in at the end to quote unquote save the day. The and quest- I do feel, I feel that Zoe will put more because she's been holding David at arm's length at this point. So I feel like she's going to put more stock into David after, after he does yeah, this. For better or worse. I right. mean, he, will probably continue to lead that side mm-hmm. effectively no matter what um he will almost certainly betray her right um like he just like is on the battlefield with her at one point when they're wi- when they're about the to win oh i just meant he i think he's going to just shoot her like he's just going to like going to be like oh yeah you know or he just like pushes her into the line of fire oh no they shot zoe i will lead you to the victory stupid wheel <laughs> crazy old david wheel um so i think i think that's gonna happen and i um but the big x factor is when in that process alex and and or michael and or noma arrive back in vega right because alex has to come back to find his city a mess yeah and he's like oh no <laughs> and he'll probably come back on the uh, V1 side Mm -hmm. and then be like have to like find his way to Claire even though there's this insanity happening. Yes. It's going to be a crazy rest of the season. It is. We still have like eight episodes to go. So a lot of time. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it, guys, for uh, this edition of the Dominion After Buzz TV After Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to leave us a comment in the in the uh, on the YouTube below. Leave us a, uh, like your thoughts on iTunes. Please, a good rating would be helpful. Um, thank you guys in the chat roll for joining us. The Angel E and Saeed, uh, Boo 69B, 17 Repo Man, Silver Candy 79, Sean, Shells, all you guys. Um, Jackie, until next week, where can people keep up with you? Uh, my website, 123jackieb.com. 
And you guys can keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram and all those places at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N. And I'll here at AfterBuzz on the Killjoys and Strange Show and a bunch more coming up in the fall. I'm so excited for the fall shows to come back. Uh, guys, until then, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 